Just a quick note, this episode's about Koi Barbecue, and they will be doing a pop-up on the 26th with Brian Bingham at Baleson Brewing, where uh, I met them for this episode. Uh, it's going to be a pretty awesome event, and uh, there's actually a few things going on that weekend, so it's going to be a good Sunday in Houston for some barbecue. But I just want to give you all some notes on this. This episode's in two parts. The first part is with Don and Theo Wynn. Uh, we talk about their history. We talk about them cooking and, and all the ways that they have created barbecue in their own way. Uh, Don's a super interesting guy. He's got a living room full of books, a piano. He's got his smoker in a really interesting secret location. And uh, he, he's created a, a scene, not just good food, but a scene around it. Uh, and then Theo sticks around with his boys, Randy, Lester, Jeff, and uh, Alex. And we talk about the crew. We talk a little smack. And uh, we just have fun uh, being a bunch of guys sitting around. Uh, these guys are just a, a treat to be around. And uh, I'd go down there to hang out with them just as much as I would eat the food. So enjoy this episode, and uh, let's get it started. Thank you for watching and listening to The Best Barbecue Show. I am here in the top secret headquarters of uh, Koi Barbecue with the Don himself. Uh, and y'all just had an amazing pop-up. Y'all just fed a bunch of people, drank a bunch of beer. There were some awesome cookies at the end. How's it going, Don? Feeling good, man. Yeah, <laughs> as, as good as you can feel with uh, four hours of sleep, but... Uh... We're on some some whiskey here, so yeah, good. It's yeah, cheers. <laughs> now y'all started cooking yesterday, right? That's right. Uh, started around noon. Yeah, noon. We were aiming for eight o'clock, but in true koi fashion, we're uh, always a few hours <laughs> late. <laughs> no worries, dude. I mean, it's a it's a lot to coordinate all the proteins that you guys cooked, plus a soup, plus rice. Uh, the hand rolls. I mean, you've got a pretty diverse menu. Is that was that the initial idea, or did you start kind of blowing it up after the after you kind of started making just the regular like brisket, or how did that all start? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it, it definitely starts with the basic building blocks, right? Um, I view it as you know learning how to cook a brisket correctly, uh, low and slow. It's like learning music theory, like you know learning your chords, right? And if you get those right, it can. You have those building blocks, and you can start playing jazz or riffing on, like you know, blues and rock or something like that. So that's what we want to do is to riff, um, you know, and, and and it starts with learning the basics. This is what we started with. You know. Yeah. Well, and you've got a pretty basic smoker out there. You got a Moberg 500. <laughs> yeah, we uh, finagle that thing in our uh, front yard. Um, takes up more than half the front yard but uh well worth it but uh we started off on the um on the egg you can see the egg right there the oh yeah it's out on the, yeah, on the patio the so um that's that's what we started off with and then it, it evolved uh, i saw a trailer rig too yeah did you use that for a while or we did so it was the egg and then uh a, like a 100 gallon um smoker uh, that we bought off of Craigslist. Nice. And then we were like, man, like for people to take us seriously at pop-ups, I think we need to like, like roll it with a trailer so people can smell the smoke. And like, you know, we took that and then we took the egg on top of the trailer. And then we realized like, nobody gives a shit about <laughs> like, like what you're bringing. They just care about the food, right? Yeah. So, the food's got to be good. Yeah, exactly. And the food was good today, man. You guys had a line. I mean, before you even arrived, there was five or 10 people waiting. And then as soon as, you guys started setting up. There was a good 50 people in line. Is, yeah. that, is that pretty regular? Yeah, that's usually the case. Um, I think a uh, function of it is we always say we start at noon and then <laughs> we get there at like 1230. <laughs> nice, um, perfect. But I think it was, it's been a, cool to see the, the following and you know we have a lot of repeats. And um, this past one was right before Christmas, usually people in town. So yeah, it's, it's always a really honored to have... Uh, 
people spend their weekends with us and, and, and wait in line and things like that. So. And now we got the second half over here. Theo? What's popping? How y'all doing? The man himself. Now you guys started cooking barbecue together how long ago? Uh, it's been two years now, I think. Yeah, yeah, two and a half, right? It's like uh, two and a half. Yeah, probably like summer of seventeen. That's when it all started. Yeah. And was that? Did that start with like a bite of good barbecue? Did that start with seeing a show? What what kind of what kind of sparked the the journey? Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> He was going hard with the whiskey. That was rough. (laughs) My palates aren't there yet. Yeah, I mean, I think it just started at a Costco run when we got the Kamado Joe. I was making pizzas. We grew up in Texas, so we love barbecue. We grew up with it. We went to Luther's as kids. I went to college in Austin, so lots of, uh, you know, Dripping Springs Salt Lake runs, taking friends uh, from out of town, um, county line for graduations. Um, and so, Big parties in County Line. Yeah, yeah. That twenty-two, twenty-two. Right. I mean, that's like ingrained <laughs> in my childhood. Um, but yeah, we just were like, hey, you can actually do a brisket here. So let's try to cook a brisket, right? That sounds cool. We can throw a party, and then um, we were like, man, the power of barbecue to bring people together is just, it's it's second to none, right? Um, and, and that's how it all started. And then I was like, I can't do this shit by myself. So, Theo, what are you doing? <laughs> I got dragged into it, you could say. <laughs> For better or worse. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, that's a cool thing that that you guys get to share the some responsibilities, you get to work together. And, I mean, uh, it, it, do you all have a big family? Is it just the two of you? Or there, there are other siblings? No, it's just us two, man. Nice, yeah. that's awesome. That yeah. we know of. Yeah. <laughs> well, and y'all are y'all are like almost a decade apart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nine years. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We all agree Theo's the accident. Yeah. So. Some do. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both accidents. Mom and dad, please hey, tell yeah. us. You know, happy accidents. Now you guys are are cooking. I mean, was the, the so initially you just like threw a brisket on the Kamado Joe and and started the egg, started playing with it. Yeah, that's right. We were just uh, we threw it on there. Um, it's kind of set and forget. Um, and then we were like, man, it's turned out okay. It's edible. And then you're like, man, I can't eat a whole brisket by myself. The way to get better at things is to keep on doing it in practice. But eventually you get, you can't, it's like the last few weeks. And then your friends, you invite your friends and family. And they're like, oh, awesome barbecue. And then eventually they get tired of it. And then, um, I think the barbecue gods were like, oh, it's stars aligned. And, uh, unfortunately hurricane, hurricane Harvey happened. And uh, all my friends had like frozen corn dogs for weeks, and we had uh, a cooler full of uh, briskets um, that we hadn't cooked yet. And we're like, "Hey, let's throw a party!" And had four or five different groups of friends over, and um, yeah, that, that's how it started. And then we we're like, "Hey, this is great. Let's start doing pop-ups because uh, it'll give us a chance to to practice and get better, and and have an outlet for for this newfound passion." And the pop-up you just did today, was it a brewery? Is that normally where you did it, or are you doing it in all kinds of places? Yeah, so mainly uh, Baleson Brewery uh, in Rice Village, and then uh, we go to another place called Light Years, and it's a, it's a natural wine shop that's two minutes away from our house, which really? we absolutely love. So Wine and barbecue goes well together. Exactly, the rosé and, and things like that. But yeah, we, 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 we oscillate between those two places. Well, but you guys also have an awesome, like, you go to a lot of these barbecue joints and everyone's friendly, everyone knows how to give good service, everyone knows how to, you know, pick good barbecue, slice it, whatever, but y'all have, like, a crew, like, y'all have people, like, if I see you and you're not cooking, you're still hanging out with the same dudes, so, like, you guys have a scene, it's not just this, like, oh, this is our, these are our employees or something, like, these are your boys, Mm -hmm. was that... Was that a hard thing, or was it basically like as soon as you were like, we're cooking barbecue, they're like, we're in? Uh, I think it was kind of like... <laughs> this is Buster. Buster. This is Buster. Welcome what? to the channel or Bust, podcast. Buster, the Weimariner's jumping yeah. in. He wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We were going to name it instead of Koi Barbecue, Buster's Barbecue, but then it was like two Asian guys making barbecue and there's a dog icon. Like, this is questionable, so yeah. <laughs> we picked Koi instead. <laughs> smarter route 
Um, but yeah, no, when it comes to the boys, I think it was, um, they just kind of, over time, they they saw what we were doing, the process, and they just wanted to be a part of it, you know, and like, we we love having help, and like, you know, it's very grateful for, for, for friends that are willing to kind of push, push your idea forward with you, you know, not just for, like, not for you, but rather like, it's, it's a team effort, you know, and like, I, that's really big to me. Well, and did they... Like, did it, was it just like an idea? And then all of a sudden you were like, well, you guys want to help out or? Pretty much, man. <laughs> like, it was all spur of the moment. Like, Hell like, yeah. it's like, oh. They didn't know what they got themselves into. Yeah. <laughs> we could bring the guys down here right now. Like, yeah, give each do a one-on-one, but like, yeah, man. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was kind of trying to do, but yeah. they all got a little shy here at yeah. the end. Oh, I can, I can get them to come down in a second. <laughs> But yeah, man, like it is, yeah, it's just all spare the moment. Like, yeah, if 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 you're down, we're down. That's how I see see it. But like, yeah. Well, and, and it probably wasn't a hard sell. You know, they knew that you guys were cooking good barbecue. They knew that you guys knew what you were doing, obviously. So they'd probably eaten at a few of your backyard Pop-ups. or yeah. party barbecues, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they come over. I think my friends have come over for sure as we experimented. They were our guinea pigs. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's if you're your friends are getting and you're cooking, it's easy for them to say, "Oh, it's great, great, great," and, and it's good because you know obviously you're getting you're getting it for free, and they're your friends, so they don't want to hurt your feelings or anything. Um, but I think once we started putting ourselves out there to the general public, um, I think it was for they're like, "Oh, shit, these guys are kind of serious about um, doing this and and doing it like." trying to get better like they i think that made it easy for them to be like, okay cool like sure like i have a free saturday morning like i can help you like process payments on square and talk to people and like so it's been it's been awesome to to like get our friends involved as well for sure yeah and a, a lot of them are your boys too i, I met a yeah. bunch of them in austin yeah yeah for the franklin's run a couple weeks ago <laughs> That was a good yeah. run. Yeah, that was a very fun, very fun day. Um, yeah, no, it's it's. Um, I think for 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 us, like we're we're young, we we kind of have that spare time on the weekends, you know. So and um, I can't speak for them because I don't know really why they want to help us, <laughs> but like that, you know, like that, like them them being here alone is like man, that's that's like mad love, you know, like like not. Yeah, every- but there's a vibe. Like I want yeah. them to pick up and help. Like I'm, oh. I'm down. Like if I wasn't trying to shoot pictures and stuff, I would yeah. been carrying more stuff. Yeah. And- Helping out. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a communal thing, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. what barbecue food in general, like, breaks down so many barriers. But I think barbecue in particular is this primal instinct. It's like, hey, we're, it just brings out teamwork and a community, and uh, everybody wants to, yeah, be together. It's, it's crazy, man. Like, if you look at our line, like the demographics of the people in our line um, and the people that visit us, it's just crazy. You have everybody, you know? Like, people that like, love the Asian stuff. Or people that just want traditional barbecue, or you know, like I, I think a funny story is like when we started with Baleson, it's we were serving kimchi like two years ago, and like these people were like this older white couple <laughs> were like, "What is that there?" I was like, uh, "Kimchi," um, and you know, we grew up eating that stuff. And they're just like, "Oh," and I was like, "Oh, uh, you should try it." You know, it's like Asian sauerkraut. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so they ate it, and then 10 minutes later, like, can we have some more? You know, <laughs> so I love that. It's like, you know, yeah. Well, and you even have, you know, you. it looks like the same setup with, like, pickles and onions, but you said they're Vietnamese pickles, right? Yeah, so they're they're cut like regular pickles, like American Western-style pickles. Yeah, a little a wavy. Yeah, wavy cut, but um, the brine is a, it's a, it's like a banh mi pickle brine. So it's the same brine that you'd find in, like, the pickled daikons and pickled carrots of up on me. And then you got the kimchi right there with everything else. Uh, and it's cool because there's kind of this like perfect cross where it's Texas barbecue, but then there's also all these other flavors and all these other things. So yeah, if you want to just get some sausage and ribs, you can do that. But if you want to get some pho and a hand roll, it's right there too. Like it's, it's just, to me, it's, it's, it, I can't wait till y'all have like 10 locations across Texas. <laughs> because i'm all about it dude you know yeah. and uh it, it's just cool did you did you feel like were you nervous at first to kind of go outside the box or was it were you like this is going to be dank no matter what you know we i don't know i'll speak for myself first but like i i like how we 
we just the whole premise was to cook food that we like to eat, and I think it's it's so natural for us because uh, growing up in a Vietnamese American household in Houston, which is the most diverse city in the country, yeah. we had access on a regular basis to awesome food, right? Like Chinatown, Vietnam Town is next to Chinatown. K Town is there. We have like awesome Japanese food. We have Indi uh, a Gandhi district. And like we drove past every day to, to go to high school, right? It's like we pass Gandhi District all the time. And so like you're exposed to all this stuff. And for us, it's like, hey, why not put brisket and pho, use the beef rib bones like we in pho. It's like we like both. Like we're lazy. We want to eat both in one bite, you know? So why not make us a nigiri with like smoked kalbi beef ribs? Because we like nigiri and we like beef ribs and we like Korean food, so let's put it all together, you know? So that, that was the idea. It wasn't like, hey, will this sell out or would this like put us on the map or would this, will people love it? I mean, obviously you want people to love it, but I think the priority for us was like, man, this fucking tastes good and, and let's put it out there, right? And, and see how it does. Right? And hopefully people get the same utility and enjoyment out of it as, as we do. Oh, I was definitely careful not to eat too much of the the first things I ordered because I I knew that that bowl of pho was coming out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry for the wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I made it abundantly clear that I it was not no rush. Like me, Tom, uh, and uh, Joey were right in the front, and I was like, "Hey, those first three pho's, no rush." <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, like yeah. even you can give them to the people behind <laughs> us. Like we're we'll be here. I was there the whole time, and it's like it's cool to see. You know, if you guys if you guys had a three hour wait, people would do it. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't really at no point was anyone like looked at the line and goes, nah, fuck it. Like everyone was like, oh, I'm here. Let's go. And I was we were actually because since we got food so early, we were feeding people on the line too. saw some familiar faces mm -hmm. and I was just handing out little, you know, uh, pieces of bread with some pickles and brisket oh, awesome. on it. Yeah. So trying to trying to keep everyone happy in line. Yeah, you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> spot. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a. It must feel good to to set up and you just see, oh shit, people are waiting. And I'm sure, you know, obviously I'm chilling because I I don't I'm in no rush. But I'm sure you guys get a little worked up, like oh we got to get let's start start yeah. to cut shit up, get the soup hot. Yeah. Is it does it feel like a little kind of high pressure at the beginning? It feels good once it's over. Hundred percent. The pressure's there, but like once you just get started and you find like a groove and you just, you know, keep on going. You know, I, I think it's about like communication and teamwork and, um, it takes a lot to get to that point. You just, this is understanding, but like, you know, fuck it, bro. Like you, we're here together and we, we do this shit together. We ride or die together. You know, like that's, that's how I like, yeah, that's how I see it. Check the checklist. Together. Check the checklist. <laughs> Don't hey, forget. Hey, hey, shout out to the, to Theo <laughs> and the squad today. We finally, Check the checklist, and we we, uh, we didn't forget anything. That's no, we've, we've one thing. Uh, wow, they, they, so they this work. is like a checklist you've made, but you don't necessarily always check. <laughs> no, <laughs> I never check it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we bought like we've forgotten the t-shirt box so many times, and Mary, my girlfriend's been employed yeah. the month countless times because we were like, "Hey, Mary, what are you doing?" She's like, "Are oh, you at the public?" Like, yeah. What did you forget? <laughs> you know? It's uh, yeah. No, it hey, was babe, good. Can you grab this quick? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But um, no, it's it's a lot of pressure at the beginning. But once we get into the groove, I think it's it's great. And obviously, the line is good um, because people are interested. But you know, we try to work as efficiently as possible. And the nice thing about because we've been on the other side of the table, we've been the ones waiting in line at Snows, at Franklin, at Truth, right, at Gatlin's, whatever it is. Um, and the cool thing about the lines and barbecues it's so friendly it's a it's an extension of that community people are like oh where'd you come from what are you guys getting have you been here before that's great try this try that they're doing this special it's like everybody's so friendly right like you think of any other food group i can't think of any other food group where people wait in line for two three hours and it's cool right because you're having a beer you're meeting cool people in line like no matter how good the fucking pizza is in new york city or whatever that new spot like nobody's gonna wait three hours right yeah, so I think that's what's unique to to barbecue. That's so cool to be a part of on whether we're serving or whether we're at six thirty a.m. at Snows, which we've done, right? Do you feel like the pho because it's the pho is kind of its own eight hour, ten hour process? 
that it just kind of lines right up? You kind of cook it while you're cooking the, the brisket or you just do it all in one kind of uh, a whole day of work? Yeah, it, it meshes well. Um, this past time, my mom made it, so it meshed really well because we didn't oh, have to, snap. to do I, <laughs> most of the work. I had mom's pho this time? You had mom's pho, so she, we, we, we do it. She does it, and she knows that we had a lot of uh, on our plate on the specials today, so uh, she actually likes, likes to cook because we don't do it 100% Damn, the gotta, way to her like standards. Her on the menu or yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really should, like on a T-shirt. Yeah, like, and so... Um, when we the, the times that we we've, we've done it, it meshes well because it's kind of set and forget it. But you can't just walk away because it's like a live propane thing, like uh, a live fire on the oven. But um, it's it's the same it's the same concept. Like whether it's sous vide, whether it's smoking low and slow, it's whether you're trying to make a broth out of bones, it's a uh, low and slow, right? And so when I I tasted, uh, you, you let me chew on some of that oxtail, just like the actual bone with a little bit of the meat on it, and it was almost sweet. Mm-hmm. And I thought you actually added sugar to it, but that's just the, the flavor of the meat with some onions and ginger, you said? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, uh, we use, she uses uh, oxtail this time, and it's just ginger, a lot of charred, charred onions, um, yeah, and like aromatics like star anise and things like that. So. Do you do a skim on that? Because I find when I do my bone broths and things, there's a, there's a, there's a good layer of fat on the top. You got to kind of skim that off so you just get the little dots or what, what's what's the trick to yeah. you save all that fat yeah you, you skim it you skim it uh and for us why when we cook it we skim it and i told my mom too it's like hey because she does the beef and the chicken what we usually do chicken broth when we use uh, brisket pho because it it balances it you don't yeah, want it too sure. fatty because if the broth is fatty when you drop in that brisket it, it's also really fatty so you want the really light chicken broth from person for me or else it becomes a little bit too rich. So, so this time it was you skim it, you skim it. Yeah. This time it was oxtail, but so you usually do a chicken broth. It was chicken broth with oxtail. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was so interesting. The flavors were so good. I'm a I'm a broth addict, so I got a, There's a chicken broth in my crock pot right now, just simmering for the next day or so. Yeah. It's, it's uh, one of those things that's like a lot of upfront work, and then you're like rewarded with something so tasty. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, and when you're, when, you know, when there's just you and a, one other person or something, it's like, it's super easy to get, you know, just dump it all in the crock pot and just yeah. walk away. Oh, thank you. Uh, is this a typical thing? You guys have a little whiskey after the, uh, after the run? I mean, you guys really, you had a haul today. Yeah. Let's use your whiskey or some beers just to blow off some steam. Um, we usually hang out at Baleson for uh, a couple beers before we head home and just to relax with the boys and with uh, our friends there. You got some dank-ass cookies today, too? Mm-hmm. From Boxwoods? Is shout that out, shout out, out to Tiny's. Tiny's Milk and Cookies. Y'all know what y'all are doing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tiny little window giving out a <laughs> yeah. dozen yeah. boxes of ridiculous <laughs> cookies. Yeah. Best in town. Yeah. Dude, seriously. Is it, it? Do you ever just like eat something or just come home after a meal and just be like, I live in one of the best food cities in the world. Is that like a realization y'all have? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's become a norm. Like, 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 I don't know. Like, yeah. Ooh, that's a big question. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, I just, uh, yeah, very, f- I guess. Yeah. I'm fortunate to live in a city with all this food. Like, you know, like I always try, try to try something new with my friends. We're always in Chinatown, um, but yeah, like that hasn't really crossed my mind. But now you've put it in my mind. <laughs> well, and Chris, you know, Chris Shepard, uh, one of the local chefs, he's a he, he's a staunch. Uh, you know, he all he talks about is the food scene in Houston. He's got all these lists and his favorite things. And I know crawfish and noodles has become more of a, you know, it's not like touristy, but it's mm-hmm. a little more than. Uh, you know some of the more authentic places it's a little more wild if you mm-hmm. go in there they got a kind of a wild style mm-hmm. um do you guys have some favorite spots or some things that you've been digging on that have mm. either sh- old staples or new new exciting i'm not sure if we can share that on the podcast yeah. man hokkaido <laughs> the word's already out on hokkaido <laughs> yeah if you What's like that? if you like uh what fucking Cheap sushi rolls, yeah. like Hokkaido all day, man. That, Is that in Chinatown? Or? Yeah, it's it's in Chinatown. It's my brother's favorite spot in yeah, Chinatown. Yeah, dude. 
like we I've been going there with my friends since like high school, man. It's it's our go to. Just nothing beats it. It's just cheap and good or cheap and good. Cheap and good. Like yeah. We're not you're not going for like your nigiri or sashimi like that. No, fuck that. You you're getting rolls there, like hand rolls, spider rolls. You, you getting day. like the pirate ship? Or one of those that? setups? Oh, no, that? no. They don't do that. They're not they that fancy. No, they're not even that fancy. It just comes out in a little tray, like a nice wooden tray. Like, yeah. Just Some goes good drink specials? Yeah. No, 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 no drink specials. No, it's just, just food. Sushi. Yeah, just sushi, miso soup. You got red bean soup, and that's about it, man. Simple. 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 Well, when we were, I was, uh, uh, we were talking earlier about, you know, you guys maybe eventually possibly getting a brick and mortar and where that could be and... People expect Chinatown around here to be more of a, uh, it's, a it, 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 it's relatively cheaper. You know, people don't expect a, a, a more expensive place to be in Chinatown. And unfortunately, in Austin, we don't really get, you know, a lot of these cities that are growing so fast, you don't get these, like, cheaper neighborhoods. Like in Austin, it's just food's expensive everywhere. Um, is, that, is that kind of one of the go-tos? Are there other neighborhoods you kind of go to when you want to save a little money on food? I mean, yeah, I think uh, for me, because I live in Montrose, which is uh, where we are now near downtown, right by one of Chris Shepard's restaurants, or actually nearby all of his restaurants. Um, when I want to cheap eat, I mean, uh, I go to Midtown. So Midtown has a lot of great Vietnamese restaurants. Uh, so Midtown was where Vietnam Town was before, and Chinatown was across the freeway in East Downtown okay. before Bel Air. So when we talk about Chinatown right now, since like the late 90s, uh, that means Bel Air Avenue, where crawfish and noodles are, that yeah, whole yeah. like that whole strip, 10 mile strip, right? From it's Highway like, 6 to Beltway 8 on Bel Air. Spent a lifetime just trying all that food. Yeah, that's amazing, yeah. right? But before that, when I came to America in 91, uh, I remember in the mid 90s when Theo was born and after Theo was born, we would always go to Midtown from Sugarland. Or we lived in A-Leaf then, um, southwest side. Oh, shit. You're A-Leaf? Yeah. You hang out with the Blood Brothers crew? Uh, they were a little older than me, but <laughs> okay. uh, I, mean, I only went to a I they rep it in, hard, dude. Yeah, they rep it hard. So, I mean, I could rep it too, to be honest, because <laughs> I went there from kindergarten to sixth grade. So, um, but no, I, uh, so we, we are technically A-Leaf Blood Brothers as well. Um, maybe we're Blood Brothers. <laughs> blood, brothers. We're blood Brothers with Blood Brothers. Blood brothers. <laughs> but I'm... No, but uh, so we uh, we we'd drive from A Leaf and you know, Sugarland um, all the way to Midtown for Vietnamese food, and then like uh, when the Chinatown opened closer to the Southwest Side, it was like a more convenient. But there's remnants of Chinatown uh, in Vietnam Town and Midtown and East Downtown still to this day. So one of our favorite places, Cheap Eats, Les Givrolls. Yeah. What is it? Shout out to them. Yeah. Les Givrolls. It's a <coughs> a banh mi joint. In Midtown, that we go to all the time. It's our, that's our tradition. Yeah. Of like when we're prep day before like oh, yesterday, yeah. we'd always get let's grow up bun mees and uh, fried rice and, and chicken. Cafe Sudak goes hard. Yeah, the Cafe Sudak, the Vietnamese coffee. Yeah. Are they ripping through? They got like a, you know, are they they serving like a hundred sandwiches an hour there. Probably. Like, There's yeah. a line every fucking hour of the day. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah, like it's, you, I got on like a Tuesday. At, 325 and there's a little, like the line yeah. <laughs> like shit <laughs> okay screw barbecue lines like let's screw balls line is yeah. like that must be next fun. level um but yeah i think living in houston like your original question it's a blessing right we do forget how lucky we are like the indian food himalaya amazing right uh like london uh sizzler amazing right if you want like like british food no, it's uh like Indian food. London Sizzler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but it's 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 uh, yeah, it's Indian food in Gandhi District. Um, you want awesome Chinese food? We got that too. Chinese seafood, we got that too. Like dim sum, Tex-Mex. Uh, we love living. I love living where I am now because we're so close to so many great restaurants. It's more like uh, there's ethnic stuff, but it's more like pushing the envelope stuff like squabble i love squabble like our friends work there dio worked there for I, no, like a little bit no he, he's a princess <laughs> like, stage there yeah, stage. our friends work there right <laughs> yeah, uchi is down the street right like yeah two blocks away there's a lot of kind of austin yeah, yeah brands you'll see that. that are coming here yeah loro's coming yeah. um we got torchies 
like a few years ago, right? Just um, one, or are there a bunch of them now? There are a bunch, a bunch now, now, dude. Yeah, they're they're like everywhere. Disease, dude. <laughs> Just keep spreading the queso. Wildfire. So yeah. yeah, that salty queso, dude. So, well, um, trailer you know. park trash. But yeah. yeah, trailer park trash, exactly. Well, and, and it's cool that Texas is, you know, when I moved to Texas, it was booming, but now it's like out of control. You know, the cities are swapping restaurants. People are moving all over the place. And it's cool to see that even though it looks like everything's been done, it looks like all this stuff has been created. At, like, there there couldn't be more barbecue. Not only are you guys cooking more barbecue, but you're doing it in a way that no one's doing. Like, no one's putting brisket into pho. You know, there's a few ramen places that do it, but it's more like a gimmick for them. I don't even know if they, you know, they're they're not always like... I don't know. I, I, it's not as wholesome as what you guys create, and I think it's really cool because what you guys are creating is like really a scene. Like people want to hang out there. Like no one today was like, "Oh, let's grab some food and run." You know, everyone's hanging out. They're talking to you. You guys are talking, and it's cool because, you know, you you cut up a little piece of brisket or you bring someone an extra hand roll or you guys really kind of like work the crowd, and that's part of barbecue is like the the service, the experience, the. Is that something you learned, or is that something you just you just love, kind of giving those extra bites out? Uh, I think it's something you learn. <laughs> Playing your crowd. Right? Yeah. And mom was always like that. Yeah, just like, yeah, she's an amazing out, host. Looking out for everybody. Yeah. You know, from 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 your teammates to to the customer, like all the way down the line, man. Yeah, I mean, we we serve however many people we serve today, but we think I always think back about mom. Like we had like six, seven people, right? But like. Mom does everything by herself, and it's like she feeds like fifty people on like a Sunday, any given Sunday. Like she's like, get out of my way, like you know. <laughs> but I think we, that generosity, I think, is inherent, not just from our mom and our experience growing up with our family, but I think in the barbecue community, right? So many people you go, and it's just it's it's a part of it. It's it's a I don't want to say it's a show, but I think every night at a restaurant, if you're doing a pop up or actual brick and mortar, it's you not a performance but like you people are coming and you want your guests to feel welcome right and so that's one of the aspects of it like and to be honest we're always fucking late so we're like shit we gotta like makes people feel better like so here's a little piece of something right yeah but, but if you yeah. think about it like you're throwing a party you're great yeah. hosts and a party a good party is never on time if anyone comes if you have a party at seven and someone's there at seven you're like what's wrong with you yeah <laughs> exactly like, bro, thank you Yanni. you said seven so you'd get here by eight okay yeah. Like, let me be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're on Asian standard time. Asian That's standard, standard party standard time. time. Yeah. That's what I think is so funny is like everyone, everyone has their, the, everyone says like their, uh, you know, race or their, their group is, so is late, late yeah. but everyone's just late. late. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I, I won't name names, but I've been to multiple barbecue joints where, you know, we're, we're standing at the front door and it is not open yet, you know, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's 1120. What's going on in there, guys? Yeah. Guess we get to put on the mac and cheese or what? <laughs> but it's cool because, again, like there's no complaints. You know, it, anyone, anyone I heard, you know, you're at a brewery, so there are people that are just there for the brewery. And anyone I, I saw that wasn't eating the food was so curious about the food that it was just fun to kind of like eavesdrop. Like there was this old couple as you guys were packing up, and they were like. I wonder what they make. I wonder, like, they're just asking questions to each other, and I'm like, neither of you know the answer. You guys want some answers? Like, yeah. let me tell you about this food. <laughs> but, but it's cool because even just standing while you guys were serving, like, that's not a crazy busy street, but there's people driving up and down it all the time, and there was always people just like turning their necks. What is yeah. that? What is that? They see the paper. They see all the barbecue stuff. Like, what is that? What's going on over there? And I bet you had probably a few, a few people that just pulled right in that saw you were doing something and just kind of uh, on a whim rolled up. You like that spot? It's pretty visible. Yeah, we love it. Bailson's like our home base. Um, that's day one. Those are, it wasn't technically, it wasn't our, it was technically our second pop up because our first pop up was at the Phoenix. We did right off the Harvey for charity. But Bailson, I mean, if they ever uh, see this, I mean, yeah, it was funny how it worked out because when we first approached them, they were like, are you guys a food truck? We're like, no. You guys have a trailer or something? And we're like, no. <laughs> we have like a front yard. This is the second smoker I had, so not the egg, but the, like a small front yard. We're like, I have a front yard smoker. And they're like, we don't think like you're the right fit. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's fair, right? And then like luck had it like two weeks later, 
um, it was during their, it's after their sophomore opening, it was their actual opening. My work friend bought a new house like a block away from Baleson, and she asked me and Theo to cater. And that's a whole other story about how the cook went. Yeah, yeah we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it might involve one of us forgetting uh, a bunch of stuff and well, the, the smoker yeah. got too hot, right? But yeah. we'll talk about that. Another story for another time. But anyways, we, we made it to the catering gig. And at the end of the night, I was like, hey, Theo, like, I think they're still open. Like, it was like 10.30 p.m. I was like, run this box of barbecue with our business card on the box. And like running over there and he did and he gave it to adam and sarah who are the owners of baleson and like they're like what are you guys doing like next weekend so <laughs> they're like yeah it worked out and so Proofs now in the pudding bro yeah yeah so it uh we I mean, now it, that's how it works out it's just you gotta be persistent and and now it's um yeah it's it's our go-to so well that's cool that you didn't you know you took no for an answer momentarily but you immediately were like mm, no i hear you but also try this yeah, you know, and it's 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 one of those things that any uh, a few of my friends are you know are talking about things like doing pop ups, things like yeah. you guys do, and I was like, you got to cook. Yeah, there's no one, no one will believe you. You can talk all day about how good your barbecue is until there's yeah. a slice sitting in front of them, they won't believe it. Yeah. Just do it for whoever is like contemplating the pop up thing, putting yourself out there, or just got to do it. So that's well, the advice. And that, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, no worries. That's kind of a question that, that I ask anyone who's on the show. Uh, you know, what's your message to the, the young guns out there that they've got a barbecue crew like you, you know, they've got a Randy, they've got a Lester, they've got a Jeff, and they want to, uh, they want to, they want to take their boys and, and cook. You got any messages out there to the backyard warriors and the Ooh. aspiring Theos? Fuck. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know about that, but uh, I think, like, Shit, if you want to do something, man, just fucking do it. Like, I didn't, I, like I said, I, I, I joke around saying that I got dragged into this, but I kind of found found my own niche within what we do. Um, and, you know, just, just uh, fuck it, bro. If you have a group of guys and y'all trying to do something, fucking do it. It doesn't have to be food. It could be making clothes, shoes, I don't know, like cleaning people's shoes. You know, I've I've got friends that do that, you know, and like, it's it's like, they're making businesses for themselves, like just hustling. And like, I think that's the most important thing is just to hustle. And yeah, I've, I've struggled with that in the past myself, but you know, like it's, you, you find your way, you just fucking do something, man. Well, don't you think that, that what you guys do and a lot of this, that there's, there's kind of a new generation of hustlers coming up and with the internet and with, social media and with the ways you can advertise and the ways you can share things, mm -hmm. you can create anything. Yeah. If you got a group of guys that are willing to work together. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even need it. You don't need to depend on anyone else, man. Just it's, it's, it's how bad do you want it? Right. And like, that's the question I ask myself every goddamn day, but like, yeah, it's, it's not easy, you know, like it's, it's not easy, but you, you, you find, you find a way, like you just keep on grinding. All this shit's like so cliche, but it's, it's cliche for a reason. It's like true. Like, well, because there's, there's nothing that proves anything harder than the grind than showing up and working. Like, that, it's the kind of the same thing. I, I talked about creating this show. I talked about a lot of the things I do. But now I stop talking and I just do them. Mm -hmm. Because now when, I, when people say, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah, here, you want to see 120, I think I'm at 129 episodes. Mm -hmm. you know? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's it's a like, lot. yeah. But when I had two episodes, I was like, you want to be on my podcast? And we're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, uh, okay, well, now yeah. you want to be on it? Oh, yeah, I'm done. Every <laughs> Monday, bro. Every Monday, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to come out in 2020, and I kind of took December 2019 off uh -huh. um, just to kind of like plan for next year. So mm -hmm. you guys mm -hmm. are going to help me kick off the year, bro. It's oh, going to be. Dude, cheers to that, brother. Cheers. Like, yeah. 2020 is going to be a blast. Dude. It will be, and um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to what the future holds. Just like for everybody, like I want to see, I want to see all my friends eating. You know, it's just like that's the exciting part. We're just we're just getting started. You know, like we're just getting started. Like, like <clears throat> yeah, I say that because I guess we're younger, <laughs> but like it's like we we're just starting off in our careers. Whatever we're doing, like life's just getting started. Well, that's what I mean. Some of these dudes are fifty and. Open mm -hmm. a barbecue joint, like, 
that there's no it's never too late to start working on your dreams it's never too late to just like kick off something you've been thinking about your whole life yeah you just gotta do it yeah you're just a little ahead of most yeah oh i don't know <laughs> i don't feel like that mentally but yeah that's a whole nother story <laughs> yeah, well when when you all have a real building you're gonna yeah. be the gm or something yeah right? we'll fuck we'll see about that yeah i don't know <laughs> we shall see man what's uh you know what's you know you guys had a great pop-up today you had some great friends out right. what's like the what's like the the celebration Are you all just gonna chill you gonna go play some Fortnite, or is yeah. everyone just gonna go pass out Half of us would pass out. Some of us would, you know, chill. Uh, I, I hear some rumbling downstairs. Yeah, yeah, they're probably playing Smash or some shit. Um, gonna turn it on, but yeah, it's just, yeah, we, I don't know, like, I don't know how we celebrate. Really, just kind of kicking it together and yeah, yeah, go from there. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, thank you. That was a quick change, dude. You're looking good. Yeah, thank you. Put on a nice shirt. Not just barbecue here. Yeah, <laughs> that was super quick. Well, thank you. Uh, if, if you want to give a quick message to the, the guys out there that are grinding, trying to, you know, inspiration to the guys that are into barbecue and what what your message to the enthusiasts is. Is, uh, you know, keep the community alive. It's a great one. And if you are striving to, you know, cook and to just keep on doing it and be persistent, you know, and, and always strive to get better. And if you guys have any questions at all for, or for us, We've relied on so many resources from the internet, to Aaron Franklin's videos, his books, uh, people in the community that we've reached out to, um, like, you know, like Leo, the first time I met him, he's like, hey, if you need anything, the truth, he's like, yeah, just let me know, right? Everybody's been extremely helpful, and so if we can do that for anybody, feel free, uh, feel free to help out, or to ask us, and we can help out, and uh, yeah, man, like, inspiration-wise, if we, if these two dudes can do anything like type of pop up, dude, anybody can. So yeah. yeah, just keep your head up and and then chase your dreams, man. So yeah. chase your dreams. Wise words from Don and Theo, hardworking guys. Yeah. Off to the next step, and uh, thanks for being on the show, guys. Yeah, appreciate it, thanks, man. Thanks, Yanni. Thank you, Yanni. <laughs> Alex has a 200 IQ. <laughs> I can confirm that. Lester sucks at Smash Bros. <laughs> I cannot confirm that. Cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> I will deny that. <laughs> Bro, you always deny it. That's a, that's a secret. Yeah. Deny everything. In fact, that's slander, Theo. I will drop you off at 2K, though. <clears throat> Not 2K, 2K. Yo, up? so I am here with the crew. The Koi the boys. boys. Of Koi. <laughs> the Koi boys. boys. Um, yeah, uh, dude, introduce your boys, Theo. Yeah, we'll do a little introduction. Uh, yeah, here we go. We got Lester. You want to say something? Hi. Can say your name? Oh. <laughs> what, what's your name? No, no, no. What, what's your name? name? What's your name? Oh, my name is Lester. I'm just a guy. <laughs> uh, my name's Alex. I'm Theo and Don's cousin. I help out sometimes. Bet, bet. I'm Jeffrey. I met Theo in college, and we've been chilling and hanging out and supporting each other ever since. I'm Randy. Uh, I met Theo in college as well, and uh, I help with the specialty dishes. Hand oh. rolls for days, baby. Egg rolls? Hand, hand rolls. rolls. Hand rolls. My yeah, hand. dude, specialty dishes. Yeah. You guys have a lot of those, too. Yeah, too many. You kind of erased some stuff off yeah. <laughs> to put other specialty yeah, dishes on today. Yeah. Too, way too many. So you got hand rolls. Yeah. We've you got... got Pho. Pho, yeah. You got this chicken rice. Chicken and rice, yeah. There was like a ramyun, ramyun. The rum, the ramyun, yeah. What's that? The, uh, it's the the ramen that you had at the uh, Saint Arnold's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's ramen with beef cheek. I thought that was maybe like some other crazy thing. Yeah, uh, no, it's yeah, it's ramen. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, man, this is these are the boys, and we run this shit together. Like, you know, I don't know how else to say it. Randy, how do you make a good hand roll? Um. I think the main thing is uh, whenever you do hand rolls, it's mainly a uh, balance of flavors. So main thing is you need to get acidity from uh, the sushi rice, and then you need um, a fatty protein to kind of offset that, and then some freshness from some greens, and always got to have, have uh, crispy nori. Damn, that was good. That fresh good nori. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> what a... Uh, yeah. 
I mean, how many hand rolls do you think you made today? Uh, today, probably like 30. 30, yeah. I, I, I had three of those. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I well, one for, one was for Tom. Okay, fair enough. I was sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Good guy. Uh, so how did y'all, you, Jeff, you said you met him in college? Yeah. So how did, how did y'all meet besides that? Uh, well, last time I met Theo was on uh, eHarmony. First time I met the, it was actually through uh, Jeffrey. Through Jeffrey, um, I don't know how. I don't know what date it was specific. I just remember it was very cold. Yeah. No, actually, first time I met you was at Concrete Cowboy, and it was like this oh, this dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was like yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, I was like an interesting night. Yeah, it was very interesting because his friends bailed on him or something. Yeah, and I just got lost. He's like, yo, I'm just tag along with y'all. Yeah. And then it was just, we were just chilling from there. And then I met him up again, probably the next time, like at a barbecue, at the his pop-up shop because Jeffrey told me to pull through. And then uh, ever since then, we've just been chilling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The show. All right. So how'd you guys get roped into yeah. the, the Koi barbecue? It's cool because none of y'all yeah. seem to like, like I know people that are like ready to go home. Y'all are still chilling like hours after y- y'all finished. No, it's because we're cool with the y'all. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. Home. <laughs> I know, man. I'm so used to chilling afterwards because I used to come by like while they were closing up and then help them uh, pack up everything so we could like go somewhere else. But yeah, I was so used to that, and then gradually I just start. Now I'm just like smoking the meat the night before. So yeah, that's a very interesting experience. So tell me a good story from when y'all were thrown down on a pop-up. Good story. It's gotta be one that pops up to everybody. Some crazy person that came by or some tough cook or someone got a flat tire on the way. There's one time we 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 were at um Lightyear. And like a paper towel like flew like near our stove and it like caught on fire. <laughs> and so I like ripped off the paper towel, I threw it on the ground, I stomped it out, and the guy, a customer was waiting in line and it was just like, That paper towel was on fire. <laughs> and I was just like, What? That was just surreal. Um, he, he was trying to complain or what? I have no idea. He was like, making acute observations, I guess. <laughs> Koi barbecue has observant customers. Very very observant. <laughs> Yeah, do you guys have any? You got you gotta have something. Well, the cousin has the most stories on Theo, right? Whoa. There's not really much to tell, you know. Like the process of setting the fire. I mean, we've had some. Oh yeah, I did fuck up. Like so, like so, like whenever, like the night before, we do a pop up. We have um, we have to smoke the meat, obviously, and we have to keep the temperature above a certain threshold. Like, I think the lowest, the minimum is like 290 Fahrenheit. Yeah. yeah, and then the max is like 360. So like one time, like we were just playing like Smash Bros. Or like, we were just <laughs> vibing out on the couch. And then I look at the thing and it's at like 130. <laughs> and like, I start freaking out. And then Theo's right next to me and he's like slumped. <laughs> like, so I have to run downstairs and check on the fire, and, like, I'm panicking so hard. And, like, I'm sweating. I'm like, damn, I really just fucked up all this meat, and, like, we're not going <laughs> to sell any of it at all. <laughs> and so I have to wake him up, and then he goes down there, and he lectures me, and then he pulls out the flamethrower and then lights everything back up. And then, yeah. Back in business. Back he to, saved the back show. Back to business, you know. Keeping it cool. Keeping it, keeping it cool. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep it cool. Have y'all had any, I mean, it seems like either y'all are friends with or you, you make friends with a lot of the people that are hanging out at the pop-up. Like, there was a, there was a crew today, they, it looks like they brought uh, Tupperware, like, to yeah, take their to-go yeah. with. Uh, Randy and Austin's friends. Austin's yeah. another one of our team members as well. He just couldn't make it today. Uh, but, yeah, just, yeah, man, just community, I think. It's like the biggest yeah, he actually, um, he actually flew out uh, from San Francisco uh, or no, no, no. He flew out from New York, but his friend uh, flew from San Francisco, and um, he knew that he was coming to the pop-up, but he had to leave and go to the airport to pick up his friend, so that's why he brought the Tupperware. He was, like, prepared. <laughs> so he's taking it back to New York? 
no, he's he's staying in town, but they just um yeah, his friend that um came from San Francisco, he like changed his trip so he could make it to the pop up. He was originally just gonna fly to um to somewhere else, but he changed the trip so he would stop here so he could make it to the pop up actually. That's huge. That's, yeah, that's that's huge, that's, that's big yeah. time. That's, yeah. that's yeah. big time. Does it ever you like? Sometimes it's hard to see in the moment. Do you all, you all ever just like see a huge line and you're standing there and you're like, oh, we're making good shit. No, my thought process is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you motherfuckers are gonna stand in line for this shit. Y'all crazy. But I appreciate every single one of y'all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but like, damn. <laughs> y'all, I mean. After being in it for a while now, you guys you guys surprised at just like the the customers, the commitment. You guys have a I mean there's gotta be a time when there was some little dank you guys are probably making little side snacks, right? Mm-hmm. You guys making little things in the back that aren't on the menu yet that you play with? Some yeah. test stuff. I know Randy's probably testing all kinds of stuff. We we have the last one we were doing like we were just throwing shit in the hand rolls. Just Oh yeah, and um with T J he was making um uh, what was that? <coughs> Yeah, yeah, bolo lot uh, smoked yeah. um, ribeye rib cap uh, bolo lot. Um, what was it like beetle leaf? I yeah, yeah, be- was, wrapped like, in beetle yeah. leaf with uh, some roasted roasted peanuts, right yeah. on top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we just kind of play around, just test. Um, whenever the usually like the night before would pop up, we'll also just uh, you know try try some things, just throw some things on the smoker. Wait, wasn't it like a, a thirty dollar cut, or was it like a? $40? Yeah, it was like it was like thirty dollars for like I think only like a pound and a half or something like that. <laughs> like it was pricey. Yeah, yeah but you could get well done. Too. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. What what kind of things do you guys want to put on the pit that aren't out there? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, do you guys have anything that you guys? Uh, something crazy like barbecue dumplings, maybe. Okay. Like make dumplings oh, and Jeff, them? you were you were talking about doing some oxtail, weren't yeah. you? Oh yeah, some some oxtail. Yeah, that would be kind of an interesting like concept, I guess. It? Yeah, smoking oxtail. Yeah. So would you like put a sauce on it, or you just like cook it slow? Just dry rub some sauce, maybe. Yeah, just gotta play around with it and see what turn. Like, yeah, the turnout. So is there like a test day? You guys like in between the pop ups? You guys screwing with with recipes? It's up to Don or what? Yeah, that's usually yeah, it's kind Don's of up thing. To boss man, but uh, he'll give me a call when he needs me to hit. <laughs> you know, a little batman signal <laughs> but yeah no um like i think uh the, we, we should do more test days i feel like making time to to to, to really trial and error on some shit just to just to do more new newer things you know things could get repetitive over time with consumers you know but um i think we're at a good stride right now but uh yeah I think it would just take more like time and dedication. You know, we're getting there. Y'all are pretty dedicated. Yeah, you think so? I mean, uh, I like. <laughs> what'd you say, Lester? <laughs> I'm pretty dead. <laughs> yeah, I know. I gotta stop doing these interviews at the end of the day. <laughs> I gotta catch you on the upswing. Yeah. yeah. It's tough though, cause it's a solid day for y'all. You know, I mean, what solid time two days. Yeah, exactly. Solid two days. Yeah. Two days, we get there yeah, we around went, like five. Right, and then what? The right? pop up starts at noon. No. no, no, no. I'm talking about like the whole process. Oh right? yeah. Like yeah. we usually get there around like five or seven. That's when we start prepping all the, prepping all the side dishes, rubbing the meat down, putting yeah. it into the smoker, and then stay up, staying up to like three or four, depending on how late we put the meat in. Yeah. And then waking up at like eight, <laughs> to finish off the prep, finish off the rice, or um, mm-hmm. mac and cheese. Yeah, any other of the sides. Going to the pop up and forgetting something at least, like just all one, forgot one thing all, today. You know, one, hey, that's one a record. That's, that's a, a record, record for us. We fucking forgot one thing. What was the thing? A pot the salad. Potato salad. It's uh, <laughs> not bad though. It's not bad. Yeah. Someone just had to make a run back here. Shout out to Lester for making. Yeah. <laughs> My boy Lester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why you're dead. You did extra work today. Yeah. yeah that's why you're so dead. <laughs> <laughs> you made that extra trip back. <laughs> That one trip. <laughs> Dedication right there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, are y'all live in Houston besides Jeff? Yeah, we, we all live in Houston, yeah. Y'all live around here? Is this kind of a hike to get to? It's a hike. It's a hike, yeah. Really? Yeah. We're, we're all southwest 
Yeah. Flushes and A-Leaf, Randy and I. Sugarland. Alex Sugarland, so, yeah. A-Leafs, the Blood Brothers, those dudes, like, act like A-Leafs where it's at, though. They're all about it. They they rap it so hard, they got a painting of A-Leaf on their their wall. Have you seen that over there? I've never been, but I I should check it out. I I think you'd like what they're doing, because they're doing kind of like how you all put barbecue into you know these different things mm-hmm. they like do sandwiches and specials and they make some dank stuff out of the barbecue as well mm-hmm. and uh last time i was there they had this like prime rib reuben thing oh my god it was just it's oh, that sounds over good. There. and it's a party dude it's the same thing you know you guys them there's only a few places maybe like brotherton's that have this like vibe where it's like you just kind of want to hang out it's not like it's not like, oh, this is a barbecue joint. People work here and they go home. Like, it's a vibe. Like, anytime someone tells me they had, like, you see a review, sometimes, like, John Brotherton, I love him because he'll just post, like, this person, like, if someone writes a bad review, he'll just post it because he thinks it's hilarious because, like, everyone knows that when people go there, like, the people working there are having a good time. So you can't, if you want to have a bad time there, you have to try. Mm-hmm. Like, at y'all's pop-ups, like, have you had anyone get mad or... Be nasty or whatever. Yeah, pl- plenty of times. About man. what? Just, uh, <laughs> just about the uh, the weight, really. You know, just 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 waiting. And you know, some people are newer to this game. Uh, we don't expect people to fucking wait like half an hour, obviously. But we we we're trying our best. We're trying our best. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say? No, no, nothing. <laughs> uh, it's hard because they're 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 even with a crew like y'all. So you know, it still takes. Yeah, nothing's just like slice and slice and go. Yeah. Except unless they order just like the barbecue stuff. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent, man. But yeah, like we we yeah we've had our fair share of ups and downs with customers. Um, like you just like yeah you just gotta roll with the review and just fuck it, man. Just keep on doing it. Yeah, cause it's a you know the majority of the people are five stars. Yeah. Majority of people are having a great time. Yeah. Majority yeah, of people yeah. are doing yeah. what they like. Take a breath. I want to hear something. Oh no no no! I'm good. I'm killer. I'm killer. <laughs> Come on. Can I ask a question? Yeah. All right. How did how how? Oh, I don't even know what the question is. Um, <laughs> why did y'all decide to? What what brought y'all in to join Koi? Let's start off with Lester. Oh shoot! I gotta start off. I don't know. I, I just like the vibe. The culture is not like you know, super. Oh no, you did this wrong. Ah, no, it's like, it's like, oh man, you got this wrong. All right, just this how you do it, like this, and it's like super chills. Not to the point where you're like, all right, <laughs> this is high intensity, high. Nah, it's really chill. Like it's very weird to me because I was in the fast food business for a little bit, and you know how the fast food business is like. Snap, 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 get get your order out. But this is very relaxing and the the crowd of people that uh I've seen at the Koi that's super chill, super relaxed. And everyone knows like we're a small thing, so they're not like, Oh, where's my order? Where's my order? And nothing like that. So yeah. Well that's a good point. At no point I mean I, I hear y'all calling out, you know, like three fall all day or and I hear you guys communicating, but at no point did anyone lose their cool. No one was shitty to anyone. Like there's uh-huh. a there's a lot of respect under those tents. Right, right. Yeah, I think it's just the genuine relationship we have. Like before, I mean, like outside of the barbecue thing, like that that plays a part, a huge part into it compared to like you know you go to work with coworkers when we're like actual genuine friends. So yeah, that does play a part. Well, I mean, you could ruin friendships working together, you know. True, it could true. Go either true. way. Definitely true. Definitely true. But brotherhood no. could be ruined, dude. Yeah. But you you pull it off, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the magic. Like, yeah. Y'all, y'all are like so chill about the magical part of this whole thing, but the yeah. magical part is that y'all are like good friends while you're working, before, after. Yeah. Like, like y'all might as well just like put two more floors on this building and all live together. <laughs> Shout out, 
across my or oh, continue yeah. the question uh, the experience thing uh, yeah. uh, the, uh, why why so what you brought you in like, what, what so like you? I guess it was just like the experience to learn new stuff like when I first got here like I really didn't know what I was doing like the stoking the fire like prepping the potato salad or rubbing down the meat and as I came to a pop out uh, continuously like one after another I started to pick up certain stuff, and I was like, wow, this could be really useful, picking up, you know, girls. Because, you know. It's like a turn. Pause. Pause real quick. Let's elaborate. Please. It's like, you know, girls like guys that can cook, you know? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with learning how to cook just for girls, you know? And your bros. And your bros, of course. Yeah, but my best advice is never cook for a girl on the first date. They got to earn that shit. Don't hey, forget it. Hey, that's a, that's a good tip. That's a good tip. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. That, when I was younger, dude, when I was younger, that was my thing. Like, oh, I'm going to impress you with my cooking. It's like, no, no, you got you to gotta be cool. Then you get my cooking. I got all kinds of tactics. Don't worry. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but, you know, like uh, being single is like cooking barbecue. You just like you test the certain rub or certain temperature and you see what happens yeah. <laughs> and you try something different until <laughs> it all works out yeah. all right jeff what brought you in um honestly i am not sure <laughs> yeah I, you just got you just got i just got roped into it <laughs> um but no theo was a you know is is a, is a good friend of mine i was, always felt like food was like a great way to show love like my parents always cooked for me growing up and uh, yeah, like my dad always dropped off food, and uh, that's just how he showed love. Um, like Vietnamese food is also something like it's like a huge staple in America now. Like there's pho, there's people know about it. Um, so I feel like a part of me wants to elevate Vietnamese culture, let people let it be known, um, and just spread the love through food. And yeah. Well, in the culture, I mean, it's a sometimes the term elevate might mean like changing it but really all you got to do is tell people it's there like people are just starting to realize like even chinatown you know the average person from houston probably doesn't go over there they go to crawfish and noodles or they go to you know they they, they taste but like there is a world of food just in this city that i like it, it's so funny to me when i'm so i'm like oh i'm gonna go try this new restaurant My friends are like oh is it good whatever i'm like i don't care let's go dude let's go try it because like mm. that's how you elevate things is you just like you, you just put it in front of people. Yeah. And, and that's what I think is awesome is like people are, you know, you're, you're going, you're going to that place with the long line for Bon Mi. And all of a sudden the line's not all, you know, people who live in the area. It's not all Chinatown people. It's all, all kinds of people. And Houston's killing it, bro. Exactly. You guys exactly. got, you guys got the most, all kinds of people in the whole country. Yeah. You just beat New York. Like, come on. Yeah. Dang. That's dope. That is dope. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Just a little bit, please. Uh, yeah, so for me, what drew me in, um, besides obviously me and Theo's friendship, is um, I've always been interested in food, even though I never um, really took an initiative to like get in the food industry. So I think uh, doing Koi was a good like start. And then now that I'm in the food industry now, um, it's a lot, doing Koi is, I don't compare it to work at all, like at work, I think of it as stressful. Like, I don't know, doing it, a pop-up, it's just more fun. It's more, um, the people are different. They don't think of it as like, oh, I'm just going there to eat. They like, they understand that it's a whole experience of like waiting in line, being patient for the food, that the food's not always there. And I think like, th since it's a pop-up, people appreciate it, us a lot more. And it's not just like, oh, I'm just gonna go there to eat. I expect the food to be good and I'm just gonna leave. Like, they ex understand that, like, we're just a small team, we're just, like, doing this to get our name out there and to, like, sh share the food that we're, um, that we're creating. So, like, it's, I compare it completely different from, like, actually working in a restaurant. I view it, um, like, black and white, pretty much, actually. <laughs> well, and, and you're doing, you're doing the high-level stuff, dude. You're, you're cutting the nigiri, and you're, you're, <laughs> Or is that the right word? Nori? Yeah. Nori. The yeah. Nori. You're yeah. cutting the Nori and you're, uh, you know, you're doing some of the, the real precision stuff. You know, you yeah. had the, you had the station, 
it was kind of fun to see because like everyone kind of swamped the front and they were watching Theo cut and everyone swamped the, the back, back and yeah. they were watching you work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's cool because it's like you almost need you almost need like a kitchen because you all just got like the the whole the two tents were just surrounded by people at all times. Like they yeah. were always sticking their head in. What's that? What's that? Should I order that? And it's yeah. cool because a lot of places that do these pop-ups, you know, when, when the line was done, there was still some food. Whereas a lot of times people just get run through, and then when you're at the end of the line, you got to sacrifice. you got, oh, well, I wanted this, but I guess I'll just get more of this, you know? You guys, uh, is that pretty typical, or do you guys, you guys tend to run out of things? You know, I know it was a cold day, and it's like right when everyone goes on vacation, so it wasn't necessarily the wildest time in Houston. Um, I, I don't want uh it's always it, it's always up in the air, man. You you you, you never, never you never really know. Yeah. It, people people are people. You, you show up, you don't show up. Like you want to try this thing, but then something happens. I don't know. Like you never know. But for the like yeah, like for the most part, we just fucking roll with what we got and just hope for the best. You know. Yeah, and you had a lot today. Yeah. I'm excited to take home. My lady's gonna be real excited about that you, chicken you, rice. You got some food? Oh yeah, I got a little bit of leftovers. I like I got a ton because. I was sharing with Joey and some of those guys. So, well, what's y'all's message to the enthusiasts, to the people who love barbecue, who like think it, you know? There, there's people out there listening to this right now that <clears throat> like their dream job is to hang out with y'all and cook barbecue. So, what's your message to them? Really, not that cool. Y'all can just come down, hang with us anytime. <laughs> 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 Koi barbecue is top three and it's not Whoa. three or two hey. <laughs> we went there from not is. that cool to there top three yeah just uh barbecue still has a lot to be explored the um, all the barbecue right now is typical you know, but we're doing something different. Um, and anyone can do what we're doing. Um, we're not as, we're not any different from anyone else. There's any other guy who can have a smoker and come up with some new crazy idea. So always more experimenting to do. Yeah, always more experimenting. There's, um, yeah, so there's always just one guy who can come up with um, the same ideas or even maybe elevate the ideas we're doing. Jeff? Yeah, I mean, if you want to explore more about barbecue and you're an enthusiast, I don't think there there's anything out there that is as unique as Koi and what they're doing right now. There you go. <laughs> it doesn't have to be about barbecue. Pull up <laughs> to the pop-up. <laughs> Next pop-up is mid-January. Y'all should get high on your own supply, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, y'all should be psyched about what you're doing. For sure. Because yeah. yeah. it's unique. Truly unique, truly yeah. authentic. And uh, in 2020, I'll be back for at least one more. Yeah, you probably ten. You better be. You better be. You know where to I'll find us. I'll be hanging us. out. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I, I know the neighborhood now. So yeah. I. I stayed in a badass uh, Airbnb for Southern Smoke, which is right down the street. Yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna hit them back up and yeah. be like, "Yo, about to live here for like a week. <laughs> Hang out coming with back. Koi, Koi <laughs> yeah. Any last words, guys? Any messages to the the barbecue enthusiasts? There's people listening from 21 years old to 60 years old that love barbecue. Randy's got it. Uh, I just want to thank uh, Yoni for having us and hey. coming, yeah, coming out to, uh, all the way from Austin to uh, check us out. My pleasure, uh, dude. Yeah, it's always great having you, man. Oh, thank you, man. Hey, shout out one round of applause for Yoni. Hey, cheers. Hey. <laughs> Hat off. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. Hey, they come in and meet, man. Y'all don't see me eat, man. Hey, don't meet, man. Y'all to see me eating now. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I was born out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a muscle green or showing the hell that I can meet him to meet, man. Y'all to see me eating now.